bringing you news from LaPorte to Lagrange counties and Interstate 94 to US 24. This is Newsbeat Machina, your podcast of news and community information. Good evening, Newsbeat Michiana. It's your friend Rachel coming with a Thursday, September 1st. 12 more days till my birthday. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Um, it was a hot day today. Uh, I didn't have work today. I did enjoy it with some of my family and um, went out of town with my son and my grand and my boyfriend and got my son a new car today, a muscle car. We both were loving it and I feel pretty proud because I taught him how to drive a stick shift car today. Not, not too many young kids know how to. I remember my dad taught me how to drive a stick shift when I was younger in a truck, a Ford diesel. It was pretty easy. I didn't, I didn't really have any problems. I grew up with my dad fixing cars and stuff all my whole life, so he taught me a thing or two. Anyways, let's jump right into the news. Ladies, are you interested in learning to defend yourself? Well, there's a woman's basic gun safety course going on Saturday, September 24, 2022 from 9 to 4 p.m. Central Time at the Stark County Sheriff's Office, 5435 East State Road 8 in Knox, Indiana. The cost is $50. Only first 18 applicants accepted will be reserved. Remaining will be placed on a waiting list. Requirements 20 years of 21 years of age. You must bring unloaded handgun with holster. 50 rounds of ammunition, ear and eye protection. For inquiries or applications, contact Chuck, Ethan, or Pam at the Stark County Sheriff's Office, 574-772-3771. For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, this is the news from rural America. President Biden's decision to forgive a portion of student loans is getting a lot of attention from four-year institutions. Community colleges and technical schools are less expensive options, but also are seeing a rise in costs. And we have felt some of that, the cost of supplies, the cost of labor, the cost of managing our campuses and our buildings and our facilities has all increased. Nick Wendell is with the South Dakota Board of Technical Education. He worries what will happen if the underlying cost of higher education is not addressed. We're going to be back in this same position in five and ten years with a huge number of folks in our population that had to incur debt to get a degree. The explosion in online shopping has developers across the country transforming thousands of acres into storage warehouses. But residents in some rural areas are putting up a fight. Anya Slepian has more. New Jersey has largely failed to address sprawling warehouse developments at the state level. That leaves the final decisions to local municipalities, testing the strength of communities' democratic institutions. A vocal group of residents in the agricultural township of Chesterfield say plans to build a million-square-foot warehouse come with environmental and safety concerns, including flooding, traffic, and pollution from heavy-duty trucks. Chesterfield resident Shamita Kumar says she is most upset by what she perceives as the divisiveness and lack of transparency in what should be an inclusive process. We really want the facts. We really want a dialogue. We really want to pursue this in a way that's objective. And we don't all have the facts and we're pointing fingers at each other. Developers argue warehouses can provide jobs and additional tax revenue for cash-strapped townships. But for residents like Tom Flaherty, 
It's the question of a small community trying to preserve its identity in the face of big money and outside interests. I just want to state that I oppose the Old York redevelopment plan. I believe warehouses do not reflect the rural character of Chesterfield. I'm Anya Slepian. With America's kids headed back to school, some parents may feel their vacation is just starting, especially after a couple years of spotty in-school attendance. Whether at home or away, Kim Hemmert with the Idaho Children's Trust Fund says caring parents, teachers, and community members are focused on providing healthy environments, and that starts with relationships. Every child really needs one person in their life who is that solid champion for that child, that safe, stable, and nurturing relationship. One way to build trust, Hemmert suggests, is asking them about their favorite summer memory. For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. For more rural stories, visit dailyyonder.com. Folks, this is an update to the Amber Alert that was issued earlier today for the nine-year-old girl from Indianapolis. Um, seems like she's been found. I'm checking this out and talking as I read it to you. A statewide Amber Alert for a missing nine-year-old Indianapolis girl was canceled, but police have not said yet if she's been found safe. Indiana State Police sent a news release at 3.05 p.m. Thursday to cancel the Amber Alert. The alert was issued just before 11.45 a.m. Thursday for a missing girl from Indianapolis. Police believe nine-year-old Delilah Jennings is with 32-year-old Monica Burdine. Jennings has last been seen at 9.24 a.m. Thursday in Indianapolis and was believed to be in danger. Um, So that was canceled and hopefully she's safe. Um, They did cancel it, so I'm assuming that they found the child. Well, thank the Lord. Google and Yelp are censoring searches for life-saving pregnancy centers. This is truth itself. To appease radical pro-choice abortion activists, Google and Yelp have both agreed to stifle search engine results for crisis pregnancy centers. Despite the fact that nearly two in three Americans support public funding for pregnancy centers, many of which offer free or discounted pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and other care to women in need, both Google and Yelp have decided to implement the fake clinic framing touted by Democrats such as Senator Elizabeth Warren. Two months after congressional Democrats demanded Google block search results for crisis pregnancy centers, the Silicon Valley giant announced it would add labels to pro-life clinics, explicitly stating that they do not offer abortion services. In a reply to 21 Democrats demanding the censorship, Google wrote, When someone in the U.S. searches for health care providers that provide abortions, for example, using the query, abortion clinics near me, the local search results box will display facilities that have been verified to provide abortions. Similarly, Yelp, a San Francisco company that provides information and a place for customers to review businesses, announced last week that it would qualify searches for pregnancy-related care with a consumer notice that claims faith-based crisis pregnancy centers, quote, typically provide limited medical services and may not have licensed medical professionals on site.
Truth Itself is brought to you by trainapastor.com, where the ministry of Dr. Woodrow Kroll is training untrained pastors around the world who can't afford training. The goal this year is to train 3,000 untrained pastors using Dr. Kroll's 50 years of experience in Bible and theology training, translated in the language these pastors speak. Learn more at trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country. Happy morning. I'm Joel of Heart City Church. Welcome to Happy and Whole in Him. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. This week we've been talking about prayer. Prayer is the instrument God has given us to bring His power to bear on our world. Yet it's one that requires much practice and perseverance if we're to become proficient in it. It requires regular humility, ever admitting we lack the resources in and of ourselves. We need help. Prayer is first about helplessness, coming to the end of ourselves. And prayer is secondly about faith, coming to Jesus, believing He wants to touch our world and to bring wholeness. And Jesus says, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Matthew 7, 7. Now we hear that, and I suspect some difficulties arise in prayer. Because we see some situations, and we don't really believe Jesus can or will answer our prayer. For example, you can pray more easily for a soul who seems to have an open heart to Jesus than you can for that hardened, angry person who's been unchanged their whole life. If we're honest, some people... Some situations just seem more ripe than others, so we end up devoting our time praying for the things we think God is more likely to answer. And a whole lot of folks and situations miss out on our prayers. My friends, I want to encourage you to be constant in prayer for the folks and situations in our community and to not concern yourself about wasting prayers that seem likely to go unanswered. Rather, pray for all God sets before you believing that there is nothing that is too hard for God. That's what Mary discovered when Gabriel told her she was going to give birth as a virgin. Luke 1.37, Gabriel said, For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary discovered this was true because she then gave birth to Jesus. Mary took that to heart as a young girl because she became a powerful woman of prayer later in life. We discover this in that wonderful little wedding story in John 2. Mary's at this wedding and an embarrassing situation arises as they run out of wine. Mary sees this situation and what does she do? Well, she sees a need and she goes to Jesus believing he can do something. She says to Jesus, they have no wine. Four simple words, a simple prayer. Jesus, I see these folks are lacking. And she just leaves it with him. I think it's safe to say she had never seen Jesus change water into wine. But despite any doubts about difficulties, she just leaves this burden with him. And you can feel safe to unburden yourself because Jesus encourages us to ask. Be like little children who don't fear asking their parents for the world, believing they can do it. Now, a second difficulty arises when we don't see an offered prayer answered. Well, let's consider what happens after Mary brings her request to Jesus. You know what Jesus says? Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. 
Uh, by the way, children, only Jesus can talk to his mother that way. Mary brings this difficulty to Jesus, and she receives a harsh answer. Jesus doesn't seem to care. Do you find prayer difficult at times because of thoughts that God does not care? My friend, this is a test for you, a lesson in the school of prayer. And we see Mary has advanced greatly in this schooling because she humbly submits to the harsh answer, accepts it quietly without any dissatisfaction. She instead hears Jesus saying, not yet, and she is fine with God's timetable. How do we know this? She walks over to the servants and says to them, do whatever he tells you. I find this remarkable. Her conviction remains unshaken that Jesus was going to help because she remembered nothing was too difficult for God and her burden still remains with him. And sure enough, Jesus answers her prayer in a big way in his own time. Jesus turns water into wine and makes the groom's party one to be remembered. I want to encourage you to pray without ceasing for all the needs in your life and in our community and to not get impatient or discouraged when Jesus doesn't seem to answer them in a timely fashion. This is training in the school of prayers. And sometimes God doesn't answer, which is good too. First, because prayer is not so much getting Jesus to move towards us as it is getting us to move towards him. And second, you can always be glad if he doesn't answer. C.S. Lewis once quipped, If God had granted all the silly prayers I've made in my life, where would I be now? God knows what is best for his children. But I think you'll be surprised at how many prayers God does answer when you simply start asking. Our prayers are in fact powerful instruments that he uses to bring deliverance. Lord Jesus, thank you for meeting us right where we are and for telling us to unburden ourselves knowing that you are gentle and lowly in heart. Forgive us for our doubting hearts, for not believing you simply want access into our world. Help us to be more like children, having eyes to see all the opportunities around us, and trusting that you can do far more than all we can ask or imagine. Amen. Another thing is I wanted to give you an update on Sierra Burton that was the police officer that was injured that I reported on a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Richmond Police Department for public release, despite the very best efforts of all the doctors and nurses at Miami Valley Hospital, Officer Sierra Burton's injuries have been determined to be unrecoverable. Tomorrow, Thursday, September 1st, 2022, which is today, Sierra will be taken off life support. Sierra will live on and continue to be a hero with her selfless gift of organ donation. Hopefully she rests in peace and I'm sorry to the family of her and it's a tragic situation and hopefully she'll make it to the next journey in her life and we'll be able to rest peacefully. How many of you like to shop at Sam's Club? Well, let me tell you that Sam's Club is raising their annual membership fee for the first time in nine years. Starting October 17, fees will increase from $45 to $50 for club members and from $100 to $110 for members with its higher tier level plus. Um, 
Costco charges $60 a year for its basic membership and $120 for a higher tier gold membership. So you're still getting a good deal at Sam's. I mean, I they're both basically the same. They carry bulk items for sale, if you don't know. I mean, it's a, they're both good places to shop. I've had a membership at both of them. I mean, they're probably raising the membership because the food cost is, is, is higher, too. So that's something to think about. But just wanted to let you folks know that they were raising their memberships this year in October. So be aware for that. Sturgis residents, don't miss the Sturgis DDA's music on North Friday night. The Sturgis DDA music presents Music on North, Friday, September 2nd, 530 to 9 p.m., downtown Sturgis on North. Live music with showdown, food truck vendors, social district social district drinks and wings, etc., and kids' bounce houses. Don't forget the festival on Friday, September 2nd in Sturgis. Hey folks, we've come to the end of our news session. I just wanted to tell everybody good night and have a happy weekend. It's Labor Day weekend and don't forget to tune in with to us with the News Source Michiana News Source, I'm sorry, News Source 1 Michiana on Facebook for the MDA athon that we're hosting this year. It's going to be a whole lot of fun and I can't wait. Uh, don't forget Saturday to tune in to see us all live together. Um, or maybe we'll record it on Saturday and then it'll air on Sunday. But uh, we promise to try to bring you some good stuff and uh, keep you entertained. So have a good night. This concludes this edition of Newsbeat Michiana. We will be back tomorrow with fresh news. For more community news, listen to Sylvia Stark's podcast Michiana 101 available on our Anchor podcast channel page and other podcast platforms. Until next time remember Jesus loves you and is always available to talk to via prayer. This has been a production of News Source 1 Michiana. News Source 1 Michiana. Elkhart, South Bend.